With Hashem Salper learning Saita Daf Chavtes, we left off on Daf Chavtes Amid Aleph, seven lines from the top, Vidabi Yishmal. So a quick recap. On Daf Chavtes Amid Aleph, the Gemara brought a Braisa. The Braisa spoke about the three times the Torah uses the words Nitma'a in the Parsha of Saita. As we spoke out in Pasuk Chavzayin, we have the words Im Nitma'a. In Pasik Yudalid, we have the words Nitma'a. And in Pasik Chavtes, we have the Pasik Vinitma'a. So in this Braisa, says Rabbi Kiva, that these three words come to teach you that once she becomes Usr, she becomes Usr Labal and Laboyo and Latruma. Latruma meaning, as Rashi explained, that even if she herself is a Baskoyan, and even if she's married to a Koyan, from the moment that she becomes a Suffolk Saita. In other words, she's Asr Labal, she's Asr Labayo, and she's Asr to eat Truma. And if the husband passes away before she drinks the waters, meaning she can no longer drink, then she remains forever Asura to eat Truma. And as the Gemara spoke out, being that Rabakiva's Doirish Vavin, and you have in Pasik Chavtes Vinitma'a with a Vav, so the additional Vav is to teach you that she's also Asura to marry a Kayan, meaning that if her husband passes away, so she becomes only a Almana, an Almana can marry a Kayan, only a Kayan Gadol cannot marry an Almana, she becomes Asura to marry a Kayan. Now, Rabbi Yishmael, who doesn't Darshan Vavin? And therefore, he only has three words, nitma'a, nitma'a, itma. So the conclusion is, now that we know truma, so Rabbi Shmuel made a kalvachaymer, that if she's a surah to eat truma, she's for sure a surah to marry a kayin. So seven lines from the top, asks the Gemara, Rabbi Yishmael, mimai de itzrech truma. Why do we know? Why does Rabbi Shmuel say that the third v'nitma comes to teach us that she's Asura Betruma. And now he has the Kalvachaymer, Vekuhuna Asyime Kalvachaymer. Ha! If Kuhuna is a Kalvachaymer from Truma, that implies that Kuhuna is something that is more stringent. In other words, it's easier for her to become Asura, to marry a Kayan, as we spoke out yesterday, that a Grusha is Muteres Betruma, if she didn't have children from her first marriage, and she's Asura Lekuhuna. So if that's the case, asks the Gemara, Gavaldik, Dilma, maybe, ki itztrech, the extra v'nitma'a, only to teach you that she's Asura to marry a Kayin. And according to Rabbi Yishmuel, maybe she should be allowed to, to eat Ruma. How do you know that the v'nitma'a, okay, echad l'bal echad l'bayl. But maybe the third one is only coming to teach you that she cannot marry a Kayin. Which is taka chaymer. How do you know to include the kal and then to make a kal v'chaymer? Only include the chaymer and taka. You won't know, according to Rabbi Yishmael, that she should be asura to eat truma. Answers the Gemara, Amar Lach. Mistabra, it makes sense that the third v'nitma comes to teach you that she's asura to eat truma. Why? Because then we're going to make all the three nitma'as, we're going to have them all analogous one to the other. How will they be analogous? Only if you include the Isr for Truma. Because Ma'bal, what is the case that she's Asura Labal? That's only relevant when their husband is alive. Typical case, the husband makes his wife into a Saita. Even though he's living, until she drinks the water, she cannot be with him. Likewise, Ubayl, 
she's asura l'boyel even if the husband is still alive. Now, obviously, when they're married, she's asura to everyone. But the chiddush of a boyel is that even if he divorces her, he didn't want her. He didn't want her to drink, and she didn't, or she didn't want to drink, and he divorced her. She cannot marry the boyel. So likewise, let us say that the third venitma is also speaking about a case where the husband is alive. And if that's the case, it can only be referring to truma, which is mechayim. Because the case of kohuna, for us needing a pasuk to tell you that she cannot marry kohuna, when would it be possible for her to marry a kohen? Only if she becomes a widow. Only if the baal is no longer living. The case of Truma can be when he's alive as well. The case of Kahuna is only La'achar Misa. Since we want to have all the three Zvenitma to be analogous one to the other, it makes sense that it includes the Isur for Truma. And now you have the Kalvachaymer. Now the question is, In other words, Rabakiva has four Lemudim. Nitma, 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 Vinitma. Why did he need four Lemudim? In other words, why wouldn't three be enough? So the Torah could have written once nitma, once vinitma. Rabbi Kiva's doidish vavin, that vinitma itself would have been used as two. And like Rabbi Yishmael, it would have included baal, boil, isur, makes sense, litruma. And then he should have had the kalvachaymer. Rabbi Kiva duma de baal, boil, lace, So Rabbi Kiva would not hold that if the Torah only would have written three words, vinitma, that we would have included truma because we wanted to be analogous. We don't care. We wouldn't have known. Adarab, Rabbi Kiva would have said, since like we find Gerusha, a Gerusha is muteres betruma asura lekohona. So when there's only one extra word, the first two you use labalo labayo. You have one word left. He would have included only the iser lekohona, and he wouldn't have known truma. So the Torah needed to write four, no, it's three nitmaas and one vav to make sure that truma is asura to the woman, and ve'inami, and here the Gemara gives a very important rule that we should remember. Einachanami. Rabbi Kiva would have hold like Rabbi Yishmael. Had the Torah only written three nitma'as, we would have included the third one for truma, for it to be analogous to the other first two, that the Baal is alive. Nevertheless, there's a rule even if he holds up these three being analogous, that whenever some din could have been learned out from a kalvachaymer, sometimes, not always, sometimes the Torah nonetheless writes an extra letter, an extra word to teach you this din, so to say, explicitly, because of this concept that even things that could be learned from a kalvachaymer, sometimes the Torah writes a word a limut for it anyway. And why would that be? First of all, as we're going to learn soon, and we really, we spoke it out, Bekitzer in the Mishnah, Nabi Yechidem and Zakai was afraid, you know, when you learn out a din from a Kal V'chaymer, Kal V'chaymer is based on a logical premise that one din is Kal, one din is Chamur. So if we say by the Kal, for sure by the Chamur. Someone can later on, with Seichel, refute it. Anything that's based on logic, perhaps can be refuted, theoretically can be refuted if you have a different logic, a better logic, a contrary logic. So just for that, it's good to write a Pasuk to make sure that this can never be refuted through logic. is godliness. Teira, godliness of the Teira is enclosed in Seichel. The Seichel of the Teira is the external part of the Teira. 
So the trader writes a Pasuk, even though the same din could have been learned out rationally, because the trader wants to make a greater revelation of godliness. A greater Gilei Elikos is writing a Pasuk, writing a word. Logic is something on a lower level. Okay. Now, we did learn on Daf Chav Ches Amid Aleph in the bottom, Chav Ches Amid Beis on the top. And again, speaking out the words that the Rishonim use, even though we learned the words Kal it's more a Gilu Milsel Ba'alma. But nevertheless, Belash and Hagemara, there was a Kal regarding a case where there's a Suffolk Tumah from a Sheditz. We don't know, the, the case would be, for example, a person, right, was whole, a person, simple, a person doesn't know whether he or she touched the Sheditz or not. They don't know. So we learned out that in certain scenarios from the, from the Saitam, they are Tamei. But when will a Suffolk Tumas Sheretz make that person Tamei? That's if the Suffolk happened, like by the Saitam. Rishus Hayachet, again, doesn't mean like the Hilcha Shabbos Dika Rishus Hayachet, but it means that there weren't, you didn't have three people or more in that environment. No one was there. And number two, <clears throat> that that suffix, tuma of a sheretz, will be treated stringently, aser, tamay, only when the doubt involves at least one human being. Again, in the words that we learned before, someone who has das lishoel, someone who has the capacity, someone to whom you can ask what happened. Even if the person is not aware of what happened, but you have someone to talk to. The person will say, I don't remember what happened. But if there is a case, like for example, there was a sheretz on the back of an animal, and the animal walked through a private environment, and there was a child there, and we don't know whether the animal that had the sheretz on the back touched the child, whether the sheretz touched the child or not, halachically a child under barbas mitzvah doesn't have das. The animal never has das. So since there's no one even to whom to ask what happened, even if that happened, we are lenient and we say that that child remains tahar. Okay, so now says the Gemara, that is what we learned before. Comes along Rav Gidl in the name of Rav and he tells us that the concept of davar shiyesh boi das lishoel or ve'ein boi das lishoel, this distinction and we are only stringent when at least one party that was involved in the creation of the doubt of Tuma has das, has intellect to be questioned. That's not something, according to Rav, that's learned from the Saita, but it's learned from a Pasuk. And obviously now we're going to have a problem. Is it learned from a Pasuk or is it learned from the Saita? It, but let's begin with Rav. So Rav Gidl says in the name of Rav, it's learned Mahaikra. What does it say in the Pasik? This is important. It says in Parshas Tzav, and we will be using this Pasik in the next piece of the Gemara. It says, Vahabasar Ashiyiga Bechaltame. This Pasik is speaking about sacrificial meat, Kachim. So if Kachim meat touched anything that's Tame, as we'll see later, even something that has a lower level of Tuma. The kachim meats are very susceptible to tumah. They're very sensitive. So they will become tamay. And therefore the Torah says, Lo achel, you can't eat it. Then actually it says later, Sarif. Now what, does the, what do these words imply? That when you know for sure 
that Basar touched something Tame, then you can't eat it. So what do we infer from the Pasik? Only Vadai Tame, But if it's Suffolk Tame, Suffolk Tired, if you don't know, it seems from the beginning of this Pasik and Parshas Tzav, then Ye Achel, then you can eat it. In this same Pasik, the Pasik concludes, Vahabasar, Kol Tahard, Yoichal Basar. The Sefer of the Pasik is speaking about a person whether a person is tahar or tame, And the Pasuk says that only when the person is tahar can they eat the meat. What does that imply? That if they even only have a doubt whether they are tahar or tame, then they already can't eat kachim. In other words, vadai tahar, only when the person knows that he, she is tahar, then hudi yoichal basar. But if the person has a doubt, suffix tame, suffix tahar, then the person will yoichal. So you have an inherent contradiction in this Pasuk. Is a suffix treated stringently? Is a doubt treated leniently? And therefore, Rav answered, Ah, Elalav Shmamino, there's a difference. That Khan, when do we treat a doubt stringently? When there is Das Lishael, again, when there's someone that has intellect that could be questioned as to what happened, and they don't know. So then you're going to be Machmer. However, Khan, when will we use this inference from the Pasuk that even if there's only a doubt of Tumah will be lenient, that is when where there was no one involved in the creation of the doubt that has halachic intellect. So now the question is, well, that's great. If you have a Pasuk, then why did we learn yesterday from the Saita? And on the other hand, if you learned it from the Saita, why do you need to have the Pasuk? Says the Gemara, because if we only would have had the Pasuk of Rav, Hava, I mean, I would have thought, being that this Pasuk doesn't hint to any difference, I would have thought that the only criterion that will be relevant to establish whether a doubt is Tahir or Tameh is only if no matter where that happened. So therefore, we have to compare it also to a Saita. And what do we learn from a Saita like we learned yesterday? That the whole scenario of a Saita, which comes from her being bestira in seclusion with another man, means by default there's only two people, her and the potential adulterer. And if there would have been more people there, she wouldn't have been a Saita. So therefore, any doubt that happens, meaning in an area where there were more than three people, three people or more, then we're lenient. So we need to have that limit. Now, if we only would have learned it from Saita, I would have thought, now the Gemara introduces something great. What is the case of Saita? Who has Das Lishael? What is the doubt of a Saita? Whether he and she had an illegal relation together. Both he and she are intelligent beings. We're speaking about people that are over Bar and Bas Mitzvah. So there, both of them had or have Das Lishael. So if we wouldn't have had the Pasuk, I would have thought that we have to fully compare it to Saita. A, it has, the doubt has to happen by Rosh Hashayachit. And B, that you both have to have both, so to say, the Mashpia of the Tumah and the Mechabal of the Tumah, both of them have to have Das Lishol. But in the case that we spoke out, whether it is a person holding a Sheretz and there's food involved, we don't know whether the person touched food. Well, the one who's giving off Tumah has Das Lishol. But you can't ask the food, were you touched by the Sheretz? Or whether the reverse is true, that the source of Tumah is the person himself. And they don't know whether they touch something. 
So which, whichever one it is, you would have thought that when are we machmer, safik tumah, b'rishosayachid, tamay, only if both parties, the metamay and the nitma, the one who's giving off tumah, the one that possibly became tamay, only if both of them are people. But that's not the case. The truth is that if any one of them, whichever one, has das lishoel, we still apply the concept from Saiter, from the Pasik and Sav, that if one of them has Dasli Shoil and the doubt happened, we will be Machmir. Good. Now, the Gemara begins quoting Bay Bayoin, that on that day, like we, when we spoke out, the day that Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah was appointed to be the Nasi, the leader of the Yeshiva in Yavna the vineyard in Yavna, and being that he changed Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Gamliel's policy of only allowing in students that their insides match their outsides, therefore he excluded many of entering. Rabbi Lozeb ben Azariah was a lot more open. You want to learn? Come learn. Ultimately, the toiche will be like the body. So there was a tremendous increase in Talmidim, and many questions became resolved by Bayim. So one of the things the Mishnah quoted was what Rabbi Kiva said, that Rabbi Kiva expanded, and let's go back quickly to the Mishnah, Rabbi Kiva quoted the Pasuk in Parsha Shemini, right after the Torah speaks about that there are eight Shuratzim, when they are dead, that they give off Tumah, and the dead Shuratz is in the level of an Av, and anything that it touches becomes Edishin. So the Pasuk says the following, that if you have an earthenware utensil that has this unique stringency, that it becomes Tomei, and it gives off Tumah, even if something did not touch it, doesn't need to give off or to receive through touch, it also can receive and give off Tumah by having something Tomei in its airspace, or once it becomes Tomei, something Tohir is in its airspace, and the Torah uses the words, Koil Asher anything that's in it, and as we'll see, anything refers to food, and any type of food, we're going to make, we're going to divide the food into three categories, Chulin, Maisr Sheni, category one, they are the least sensitive towards Tumah. In other words, you need to have a higher level of Tumah to make them Tomei, or if there was truma in this earthenware, or if there was kachim in the earthenware. No matter what was in it, the Torah says yitma. Now the literal meaning of yitma is, is that it becomes tummy. So what would that mean? So now let's just speak out again a couple of words of introductions. The general rule, with, with exceptions, but the rule of tuma, giving off tuma to something else, is that whenever something becomes impure from a source, Normally, it goes down a notch. It goes down a level. So if we're going to begin with a corpse itself, which has the highest level of Tumah, so a, a corpse is called Aviyavaisa Tumah. If a corpse is in touch with the human being, the person becomes an Av. If an Av, and let's, make, let's remember these rules. They're good rules to remember. Midairaisa, a person or utensils, could become a Rishan, but nothing lower than a Rishan. So if an Av Hatuma touches for sure food or liquid, but if it touches another person, or if it touches any utensil, huh? a Kali, any Kali, so if the, the source is an Av, 
the keli or the adam becomes addition. Now, if that person in turn touches food, so as we're going to learn right now, according to everyone here, that foods could become a sheni, even if the food is only chulen or only maiser sheni. Okay? So oichlen or mashkin can become a sheni midoiraisa. Adam and Kalim cannot become a Shani Midoiraisa. The lowest level that it can go down to is intuition. So let's go back to the Pasik and Shmini. So if you have a Sheretz, a Sheretz is an Av. It goes into the airspace of the Klicheres, so the Klicheres becomes Arishan. Anything in it, even Chulin, becomes Tomei. So that's clear that Chulin can become even a Shani. Goes down a level. Came along Rabbi Kiva and he said something brilliant. And he says that the Torah didn't say the word Tamei. The Torah said the words Yitma. And being that in the Torah there are no vowels, you can read it Yitma. And you can read that same word Yitamei. What does Yitamei mean? It gives off Tuma. So if that which is in the Kleicheres, which is a Sheni, could give off Tuma, Rabbi Kiva says, ah, you see that even Chulin can become a Shlishi. Because if Shani is going to give off Tuma, the trader didn't say it's going to give off Tuma only to Truma or only to Kachim. No matter, no matter what other food it will touch, it will give off Tuma. So Rabbi Kiva founded a source in the trader that Chulan can even become a Shlishi. While learning this dinner, we have to like, the, the highest, the most concentrated godliness in the trader is in Kachim. And that's why we spoke this out in Nazar that whenever the Gemara and there isn't any Gemara, not Bavli, not Yerushalmi, on the whole Seder Taras. We don't have that. We have a little bit on Nida. So on Bavli, at least we have on the whole Nida. And the Yerushalmi, you don't even have on the whole, the whole Masechtas Nida. So the Gemara throughout Shas, whenever we speak about Taras, inserts many other Brises and Dinim to expound on the Dine Taras. So that's, let's remember these Dinim over here. Okay. Another thing that's just good to remember, which is like this. When a person becomes... And Av, for example, if a person touched a mace, so I become an Av, and therefore I need to undergo Shiva's Yimei Nikim. If I became Tommy from a corpse, during those seven days I need to have the sprinkling of the Mechatos on the third and the seventh. There are other scenarios that I am an Av because Tuma left my own body. Let's say a Zav, a Metzayda, a Yaldis, and a Zava. They are also Av Hatome. They have to have seven clean days. They don't need to be sprinkled. But on the seventh day, when they go to the mikvah, let's remember these concepts. Once they went to the mikvah on the seventh day, before nightfall, they are called a tful yom. Now we will analyze to understand exactly what level is this tful yom. And we'll see in a moment a logic that a tful yom is weaker than a sheni. A tful yom is even weaker than a sheni. So there's a tful yom. What's the din of this tful yom? Until it gets dark, that person is allowed to eat chulen. By the way, there's nothing wrong if chulen becomes tamay, but if he touches chulen, the chulen will not become tamay. And even better, maiser sheni, that's what we learned together in Chagiga. We're going to put maiser sheni on the same level of chulen. If maiser sheni becomes a sheni, you cannot eat it. It's unfit for consumption. A tful can touch maiser sheni. A tful can eat maiser sheni. You know what that will mean? Here you ready? This is the look of this logic. If, since Maise Shani that becomes Shani Lutuma, even only Shani is unfit for consumption, if a Tful Yoim can eat Maise Shani, you know what that means? That the level of Tuma in the Tful Yoim is less than a Shani. 
Because if he or she would have been like a Shani or worse, then they would not be allowed to eat Maiser Shani. So Tfuliyam can eat Chulan Maiser Shani. But he cannot eat Truma nor Kachim. Which means that Truma and Kachim is more susceptible than Chulan. But by head of Shemesh, when it gets dark, that's the first Mishnah in the whole Tayyar Shabal that once the coin goes to the mikveh and you have the Tseisakechavim, whatever that means, when it gets dark, so then he can eat Truma. But he can't eat Kachim. Meaning that if this is a person that needs to bring Karbanas on the eighth day, which is the Zav, the Zav, the Yoldas, and the Metzayda, in those cases, they cannot eat Kachim until they bring Karbanas on their eighth day. And only then can they eat Kachim. All of these dinim, Rashi quotes from Yavamis, we learned this together in Pedeka Adol, these are learned from Sukkim. So now, let's read inside the Gemara. So what happens? So Rabbi Kiva expounded from the Pasuk, not Tomei, but Yitma Yitamei, that even Chulin can become a Shlishi. And then came along Rabbi Yeshua, and he says, What was that beautiful expression? That I wish you, Rabbi Yechenem and Zakai, would have Tchiyas HaMesim now. Why? Because Rabbi Yechenem ben Zakai didn't even have a Pasuk that teaches us that Truma can become a Shlishi. He only learned it from a Kalvachimer. And Rabbi Yechenem ben Zakai was afraid that something that's based on a Kalvachimer, if in a later generation people have a better Svara that contradicts the original Kalvachimer, even though when the Chachamim make a Takana, the rule is Ein, based in Yachal Levatel, Divrei Chaveri, Elim, King Godlum, Menu, Bechachmu, Beminyan. That's only if they're trying to overturn a rabbinic decree. Only there do they have to be greater in wisdom and in number. And the Chachamim of an earlier generation were never afraid that that will happen. It that can never happen. It's from one error to the other. The next error doesn't overturn decrees of the error before them. But Kalvachimers could be overruled with logic. So Rabbi Yechenem and Zakeh was always saying, Oh, yeah, I'm afraid that a later generation will make Truma, will say that Truma, Truma cannot become a Shlishi, because they might refute Michael Vachimer. But if Rabbi Yechenem and Zakai would hear from Rabbi Kiva that Rabbi Kiva has a Pasik that teaches us that even Chulin can become a Shlishi, so then Avada Truma can become a Shlishi, he would not be afraid of a Doir Acher that might overrule the Kalvachimer. Now, the Mishnah didn't say what his Kalvachimer was, nor did the Mishnah say why was he afraid that the Kalvachimer can be refuted. All the Mishnah said is, is that how great is it that on that day Rabbi Kiva revealed the Pasik, Gitma Yitame. So now the Gemara is going to speak about this. Let's read it in sign. So again, So it says the Gemara, Since Rabbi Yechenem ben Zakai did not know of the Pasik of Rabbi Kiva, so Lama, Tamei, why did Rabbi Yechenem and Zakai say that Truma can become a Shlishi? What was his limud? And again, why was he afraid that that limud might be refuted? So Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Min HaToyra, Eimai. Rabbi Yechenem and Zakai was not privy to the passing that Rabbi Kiva had. He didn't know that. Now, by the way, we don't passing like Rabbi Kiva. More of that on Daflamit. No, it's Rabbi Kiva is the only one that holds that Chulin can become a Shlishi. But according to Rabbi Kiva, Truma Avada will become a Shlishi. However, what did Rabbi Yechenem and Zakai have? And then Kalvachaymer, yes, he had a Kalvachaymer. And with Hashem self, we will learn this simple. We'll make this as simple, but not, God forbid, to water it down. As we just mentioned from 
Mesechtas Yuvamas, Pedekaadol, that a Tfulyoim is allowed to eat Truma, I'm sorry, allowed to eat Chulen, and let's add these words of Rashi and Maiser Sheni. So this is how we're going to word it. If a Tfulyoim is allowed to eat Maiser Sheni, it must be that the level of Tuma in the Tfulyoim is less than a Sheni, like we just mentioned. Korbanis is Kachim. So there's Chulen, Truma, Kachim. Even before it gets dark. Even during the time that he cannot eat Truma, he can eat Chulen and Maiser Sheni. Which means that he has a lower level than a Sheni. And what is the Din? He cannot eat Truma. He cannot eat, if he were to eat Truma, he would make the Truma disqualified. So this Gavaldika Kalvachimer. If something that has a lower level of a Sheni passes Truma, so Sheni itself, even if the Sheni is not a human being, Sheni is a piece of bread that was in the Kli Cheres that became a Sheni, for sure a kicker of Sheni will Shepoisel Bechulen. Isn't it? Shepoisel Bechulen. Sheni itself. Pasul's chulin. Now, there's nothing wrong with chulin becoming pasul. But again, mice sheni that becomes a sheni is unfit to be eaten. You know, it's sheni is more tummy than a tzvulyayim. So for sure, ain't it din that if the sheni touches truma, she yasa shlishi truma. Good. Just one more clarity in the wordings of Chazal. When we speak about truma, we call something tummy tummy. However, However, whenever something is at the end of this ladder, so it's already on a very low level of Tumah, and if that were to touch something of its type, the Tumah would not go on, then our Chachamim called that puzzle not Tamei, even though they meant Tamei. So for example, let's go to this din right now. Right? Rabbi Yechonim and Zakai holds, Tumah can become a Shlishi. What were to happen if me and Av, if I touch Tumah, what does that truma become? Arishan. Because it, it's one lower than me. What happens if this bread of truma touches another bread of truma? What does that become? A sheni. What happens if the sheni touches a third loaf of truma? It becomes a shlishi. The first bread and the second bread are called tamay. Why are they called tamay? Because not only are they tamay, but if they were to touch something of their type, it would also give off truma. Because tradition can make a sheni, a sheni can make a shlishi. The shlishi bread will be called pasal. It's like a pasal, it's like a tamay. But if the shlishi bread were to touch a bread of its type, means truma, it will not make, there's no revi by truma. Now, a shlishi truma, if that were to touch sacrificial meat, kachim, it would make kachim a revi. But we still call the shlishi truma pasal because if it would touch its own type, it would not make it a revi. Just to get the words, just to have clarity in pasal on truma. Good. So have a good kavu chaymer. If a tful yoyim can eat maizah sheni, cannot eat truma, proving that a tful yoyim has a level of truma less than a sheni, but he cannot eat truma. So if a tful yoyim passes truma, sheni for sure is going to make truma passel. Says the Gemara, Upa, that's not a good kavu chaymer. Iklam, if I can tell you, malat tful yoyim, maybe even though now the tful yoyim is on a very low level of tumah. He's not even a sheni. Vaharaya, he can eat maiser sheni. But that person could have been an avhatuma. Or let's go better. The Gemara's beginning, he was an avhatuma. We're speaking about a case, at least until now, we're speaking about a case exclusively 
of a person who wasn't Av himself. And then on the seventh day, he went to the mikveh. Now he is less than a sheni. So now, even though he has a lower level of tumah, since he started out with a higher level of tumah, maybe that's why he can't eat maiser sheni. Maybe, maybe that's why he can't eat truma. Even though he can eat maiser sheni, he can eat truma. But a kikar sheni, bread, can never be an av. It's an important rule to remember. Why can't bread be an av? Because the rule is that an Av, as a rule, is only something that becomes Tameh because Tuma left its own body. Now, there is one exception. If a corpse is in the environment, a corpse, a mace, is Avi Avois. So normally we learn that if a corpse is under the same covering as an Adam, why is the Adam an Av? Because you're one level lower than a corpse. That's not the reason. We, can, we learn from Sukkim that, that food items, kalim that cannot become kosher, klicheres, never become enough. They never become enough. Isn't that amazing? They only begin as addition. So the person makes truma, the tful yoim, pasul, because he was an av. So the Gemara says, no, 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 turning to Amit, taste him, it's full yom, No, the din of full yom isn't necessarily when the person started out being an av. Even if the person only started out being a rishin, for example, I touched the dead sheretz, I'm a rishin, I have to go to the mikvah today, after I go to the mikvah today, I'm called a full yom. During that period, I can eat chulen, I can eat maizah sheni, I can eat truma. That means that I can make truma puzzle, even though I'm less than a sheni, because I can eat maizah sheni. So Avada Kikr Sheni can make Truma into a Shlishi. So the Gemara says, still that's not a good Kalvo Because Malet Ful Yoim, the Sheretz, she came Beminoi Av HaTuma. I'm a human being. A human being could become an Av HaTome. Masha'en again, Adam. No, it's men and Kalim that could be Tahar by going to the Mikvah. They could become an Av even when Tuma did not leave their bodies, which is a Chiddush. It's a huge chiddush when we learn more denim of taras. Food, liquids, klicheres never become an av. So therefore, when you have a piece of bread that's a sheni, maybe the bread that's a sheni cannot make truma into a shlishi because it's of a species, it's of a type that can never become an av. And now it's only a sheni. How do you know that it can make truma into a shlishi? So the Gemara says, for that, klicheres yechiyach, that's all made Rabbanan, we'll get to that in another time. Very good. It's good to remember that there are dinim on waters. We also learned a few dinim in Nazir. But let's, at least there's so much information here, let's stay focused over here. Now, klicheres, as we mentioned, a utensil that cannot be kashered, a klicheres that becomes tummy can only be broken. You can't take it to the mikvah. Meaning it can never become an av, even if it's under the same roof of a corpse, it does not become an av. The Torah, we just spoke out the Pasuk in Pasha Shemini, that if you have a Klecheres, if a Sheretz goes into its airspace, it becomes addition. It's metame. Anything that's in it becomes tame. So a Klecheres, that even though a Klecheres can never become an Av, it has the power to make something else tame. So there's no difference. The power of making something else tame is not connected to it starting out at least with a possibility or to be of the type of something that could become an av. But malik lecheres, 
Maybe the reason why Klecheres can give off Tumah, even though that its Min cannot become an Av, because there's another Chumra in Klecheres, which is that it's Metame Ma'avirai. It doesn't even need to touch the source to receive Tumah. It doesn't have to touch anything else to give off Tumah. It receives and gives off Tumah by having something in its airspace. So that's also a very unique Chumra. So the Gemara says, one second, Tful Yoyim Yerchiach. In other words, a Tful Yoyim Yerchiach, a bread, the Tful Yoyim is not Matama Ma'aviroi. Right? Not Adam nor Kalim. Only Matama by touch. So so the reasoning now resumes, which is, The nature of a Tful Yoyim is not like a Klicheres. The Tful Yoyim has a Chumra. You can argue that shekain b'minoi avatuma, but v'loidi is a is the klicheres is chumra that it's matame even ma'viroi that chumra you don't find by the tful yoyim. So whenever you have two dinim, that each even if each one has its unique chumra, what we look at is for their common characteristic. That's called a tzadashava. So a tzadashava shabahem. What's their common characteristic of both the tful yoyim and a klicheres? So here Rashi amends the gear so that we have in the Gemara. We don't say Shemutaran Bechulan and Paislan Betruma. We're not going to say these words according to Rashi because we don't know yet if they're going to be Paislan Betruma. We're going to say the words that, that both of them become Tame. They could become Tame. And therefore, coming back to what we said originally, so the person who's a Tful Yaim that is Tomei. But the level of Tuma is so little that he can eat Chulun and Maiser Shani. Still that person cannot eat Tuma. So if someone that's less than a Shani passes Tuma, Shani itself, Avada, should make Tuma not good. And what would that be called? A Shlishi. Something is a Shani. Touches Tuma. If the Tuma is possible, it becomes a Shlishi. So Kikar Shani, Shepoisel Bechulun, like we spoke, Unlike the Tful Yoim that can eat Meiser Shani, a Kikar Shani which will become disqualified as Tomei, with no halachic consequence by Chulin, but with the halachic consequence of Meiser Shani. So Avada the Poisel Betruma. So that's a Kalvachim. And so simplify it. If a Tful Yoim can have Meiser Shani, cannot have Truma, Kikar Shani for sure will make Truma possible. That was the Kal- that was the Kalvachimer of Rabbi Yechonim and Zakai. And now says the Gemara, the Dor Acher Parich. But later he was afraid that a later generation might refute it. How? Malatzad the Hatzad That both by the Tful Yoyim and by the Klicheres Shekain. Let's read the Bach in the bottom. Shekain Yesh Bohem Tzad Chomer. That again I'm going to go back and say that you can't learn anything from a Tful Yoyim because a Tful Yoyim is Biminoi that can become an Avatoma. There's a, ch- a chumrah there. So now he's less than a sheni. You know why he passes truma? Because he could become an av. Even if he did not become an av now, but he's of a type that can become an av. I, klicheres, yechiach, klicheres can never become an av. Klicheres has a chumrah metama ma'aviroi. So each one of them has a tzad chumr. And therefore there's no kalva chumr. Now one second, so Toisvis and Ksubas asks when we learn that over there, how can you even say when it comes to a tzad shava, that you can refute it because each one of the two cases have a tzad chomer, in Cain, you're mevatel the whole tzad shava. How does a tzad shava work? 
Enachanami A has a certain Chumrah, but you find B. B doesn't have that Chumrah. B has another Chumrah. You go back to A. That's the whole Tzad HaShavah. If you're going to say that each one has a Tzad Chumrah, you can never make a, 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 a Tzad HaShavah. So Teisvis answers that the Chumras that we find, both by the Tful Yom and by Kli Cheres, is so unique that here, a Doir Acher can say you cannot make a Kalvo It's taka not the same Chumrah, but it's very unique Chumras. In other words, having a person learning anything from a human being, a human being, even if now he's even less than a Shani, a person is someone, Shekein Yesh Bemina That's a big thing. Likewise, klicheres is a whole unique thing. The whole concept that it's matama ma'aviroi. And these chumras are so unique that a dirt acher might have said you can't learn anything from it. However, so good. And now, going back to our Mishnah, so Rabbi Yechanan was worried that people will refute it. But, but now, how good is it that Rabbi Yeshua found a Pasik that is already telling you that even chulan can become a shlishi. So avada truma could become a shlishi. Now that we learned this Kalvo the Gemara now, again, we're going to learn more dinim of Tadis that are not directly connected to our Mishnah. Aleph, it's great to learn Dine Tadis, but here it's Mamish connected because there is a Braiso that quotes the Tana Rabbi Yaisi, that speaks about another Din, but makes the same type of Kalvo Tanya, we learned, Amar Rabbi Yaisi, how do you know that Revi Bakoidish Apostle, how do you know that Kachim is even more sensitive to Tuma and Kachim can become a Revi? How do you know that? So, Vidinhu, Rabbi Yossi says, Mamish, the same type of Kalvo that we had here from Rabbi Yechenem ben Zakai. Rabbi Yechenem ben Zakai, you chop it right away. Rabbi Yechenem ben Zakai made the Kalvo from a Tful Yoim to Truma. Take it a next step. We spoke out in the beginning from Yuvamas Pedeka Adol that there are three phases. The Tful Yoim, until it gets dark, can eat Chulan, can eat Maiseshani, can eat Truma. Once it gets dark, he can eat Truma. But if he's a person that also needs kapara, if it's a mechuser kipurim, zav, zava, yoldis, and a metzayda, then they can't eat kachim. So here you also see that kachim is more sensitive than truma. Until he brings the karbanis. The karbanis can only be brought during the day. But if he, if he waited a week, he has to wait a week. He has to bring the karbanis first. So again, kachim is more sensitive than truma. And if a person is at full yoim, and the person had a head of Shemesh. They can eat truma. So the same logic. What does that prove? That that person then is on a lesser level than a shlishi. Because if we would consider that person even only a shlishi, he would not be allowed to eat truma. That's the same type of logic. You know, just like we're saying that a tful can eat maiser sheni, raya tful is lesser than a sheni. Because he wouldn't be compatible to eat Meiser Shani if he's a Shani. How can you put Meiser Shani in you if you're a Shani? If he would be like a Shlishi or worse, he would not be allowed to eat Truma. Nevertheless, he can't eat Kachim. So if something that's less than a Shlishi, Pasos Kachim, Shlishi itself, not a person, a bread, Shlishi itself for sure will make Kachim not qualified. What would you call that? If Shlishi touches something else, if that becomes disqualified, that's a Revi. These are his words. He's not even a Shlishi. He can eat Truma. He can eat Kachim. So Shlishi itself, that is a level that Truma can acquire and become Puzzle, is Eino Din Shiyasa Revi Bakoidesh. 
talking about any truma that is a shlishi, if it touches kachim, the kachim will become a revi, not one second. All of this will only work. See, we jumped a step. Chulan can become a sheni. That everyone learns. That we know from the Pasik and Shmini. How do you know Kachim can become a Shlishi? Before you come to Erevi, yeah, I know that Kachim is more sensitive than Truma, so Kachim can become a Shlishi. How do you know it becomes a Revi? So the Braisa says that, that Kaidish can become a Shlishi, that I already know from another Pasik. I don't need a Pasik, that I know already. So now if you have a Kalvachimer, you have to use the Kalvachimer for something. What are you going to use it for? I know that Kachim can become a Shlishi. And I see from the dinim of Tful Yom, head of Shemesh, Mechusar Kippurim, that Kachim is even more sensitive than Truma. And I see that a person who had a head of Shemesh, who could eat Truma, cannot eat Kachim. So if someone who's less than a Shlishi cannot eat Kachim, Shlishi itself is not compatible with Kachim. So now that we know that Shlishi Menatayra, so Revi'is Mechal And now the Gemara says, Shlishi Lakadish Menatayra, how do you know that? So here we're quoting a Pasig again in Sav. And we had this before in Amad Aleph. It says, look at these words, V'habasar Ashir Yiga, Bechol Tamei, if any sacrificial meat touched anything that's Tamei, what's anything that's Tamei? Before Rabakiva in our Mishnah, Again, in Shmini it says clearly, if a Sheretz goes into a Klicheres, the Torah says anything else in that Klicheres, any foodstuff, becomes tummy. Forget about Yitma Yitame, becomes tummy. What is the anything? Anything. Chulin, Kachim, Truma, anything that's in it. And what would it be? What would that be? It will be a Sheni. Sheretz is an Av. Sheretz goes into the Klicheres, it becomes a Rishon. Anything in it, the Torah says, so Sheni, Tame, we know that. Now if it says in Parshas Sav that sacrificial meat that touches anything that's tummy cannot be eaten, what is that? What is something that touches a sheni? A shlishi. So from this Pasik we see clearly the Pasik is also including miloyaskin and the Naga Basheni. Because it says Bechol Tame. And it Yachel. So we know that Kachim can become a Shlishi. Now we have a Kavuchaymer from the Tful Yoim, from the head of Shemesh, from the, the Kapara. So now that you have a Kavuchaymer, what are you going to use it for if Kachim is more sensitive than Truma? And a person who is head of Shemesh could eat Truma, cannot eat Kachim. So if a Shlishi, which has to be Truma or Kachim, touches another Kachim, it can even become a so that is the price of Rabbi Yosi. Comes along the Gemara. Amar Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan the Amar says, Here's the kind. Ta'am beribi. As Rashi says, the words beribi. Beribi means the chacham v'gadol hador. So Rabbi Yechanan is acknowledging that Rabbi Yosi is a chacham and he's the gadol hador. He's the great Rebbe. But his tam his logic is not consistent. His logic is not across the board. Why? Because there is a rebuttal that is obvious. In other words, what is Rabbi Yossi basically saying? That anything that's unfit regarding truma, right, must have the capacity to render kachim a revi. Anything that's unfit for truma must have the capacity to render Kachim a Revi, 
Lavdafka. There is one case that Rabbi Yossi himself, as whole proof, will hold that something that's unfit for Truma will not render Kachim into Erevi'i. So it's not consistent. It's not that anything that renders Truma unfit will make Kachim Lavdafka. Not necessarily. And where do we find that? Let's read it inside. Sharei, that Oichel, Habamachmas, Tful Yoim, Now look at this. Otful Yoim, see, there's two dinim. Otful Yoim cannot eat Truma. A head of Shemesh cannot eat Kachim, but there's another din, which is that if they touch it, it becomes tummy. Now, if a Tful Yoim touches Truma, what will that Truma become? A Shlishi. It becomes disqualified. He's less than a Shen, he becomes a Shlishi. Rabbi Yoisi holds that if that food touches Kachim, the Kachim will not become a Ravi. Because it began with the lesser. So it's not always that if it's unfit for truma, it already can knock all the way to Revi by Kachim. Lavdafka. Let's read it inside. Again, Oichel, Haba, Machmas, If food, if the origin of the truma began with a Tfulyayim, and the Tfulyayim touched food, touched truma, truma became a Shlishi, and that food will touch Kodesh, the din will be, actually it's a Machlekes Tanoim. But as the Gemara is going to prove, and we'll get there, Mitzvah Shem today, that Rabbi Yossi holds like the Chachamim. There's an Abishol, there's a Rabbi Meir, and there's a Chachamim that holds that we will not make that Kachim Revi'i. No, it's other Kachim can be Revi'i, but not when it begins with the Tful Yom. And the whole Kavachim is based on the Tful Yom. Huh? Remains tar. It remains tar. It's not strong enough to make it into Revi'i. The time we learned and here we just add the words midrabanan. Abashol is very machmer. A tful yoyim that we spoke out in the whole kalvachayimir in the beginning and daf chavtes. We say that the fact that a tful yoyim can eat ma'aser sheni proves that midoyraisa he's not even on the level of a sheni. Good. However, midrabanan the chachamim consider a tful yoyim like a rishon, not only like a sheni, like a rishon, according to Abashol, which would mean. That if a tful yom touches any food, any food, what does that food become? As far as, as, far as truma is concerned, if he touches, if he touches uh, truma, if he touches truma, he can touch any. If a tful yom touches truma, Abashol says, the truma becomes a sheni. And therefore, if then that truma touches something else, that truma becomes a shlishi. If that truma touches kachim, according to Abashol, it will become a revi. In other words, that letame shnayim v'lepasal echot. If I'm the Tful Yoim, the first thing that I touch becomes a Shani. Shani is not puzzle. Shani is Tomei because it becomes Tomei. And a Shani can give off Tuma to Truma. The second Kachim, let's say if I touched, I'm a Tful Yoim and I touch Kachim. So the Kachim, the first one is a Shani. The second one is a Shlishi. The third one is a Revi according to Abba Shaul. So the first two are called Tomei. Because they are tummy, they can give off tumor. Only the last one is called puzzle. That may it holds. No, no, no. Tfulyayim is like a shady. He's not, he's, not, he's not like a rishon. And therefore, if a tfulyayim touches kachim, what will that kachim become? If I'm a shady, so that kachim becomes a shlishi. According to that mayor, if that kachim touches other kachim, it becomes a revi. So the first one is called tummy. Shlishi is called tummy by kachim. And the next one is going to be called puzzle. 
Right? Metam echad or paisal echad. However, the chachamim oimrim, the chachamim hold that being that a tful yom is really weaker than a sheni, which is what we're saying the whole time. And therefore, kshem she paisal oichli truma, umashke truma, taka tful yom, we learned from it in Mesechlis Yevamis, cannot eat truma. And not only can he not eat truma, if he touches truma, he makes the truma disqualified. But what will be the disqualification of truma to begin with? Only a shlishi, only puzzle. Very good. Kach, if he touches kachim, you know what the kachim becomes? Only puzzle. Meaning that when the tuma begins with the tful yain, it will not make the kachim more tame than the truma. Kach, poisel, only poisel, not matame. Only poisel, oichli kodesh omashke kodesh. Poisel means it cannot passel another thing. So now we just, we have, in other words, we didn't refute the logic of his Kalvachemet. He still has a nice Kalvachemet, Abiyasi. But there's a Truva Mitzidoi. It's not consistent. It doesn't, it's not always correct. It's not always correct that anything that's unfit for Truma will be able to take Kachim even further into Truma. It's Nishtemes. If the Truma begins from a Tful Yoim, according to the Chachamim, a Tful Yoim that touches Kachim, that's it. That's the end of the line. It only becomes Tameh, only becomes Puzzle. It cannot be metame. Now the Gemara says one second. What's your whole question based on the assumption that Rabbi Yossi holds like the Chachamim? Maybe he holds like Rav Meir. Maybe he holds like Abashol. And they, say, they clearly say that something that begins from a Tful Yoim goes down all the way until Kaidish into Ravi. Maybe Abashol, and like the other Rishonim say, and maybe even like Rav Meir. But still, there would, there would be no Truva Mitzidoi, Svidalei. The Omar that they say, going to Abashol, echot. So the Gemara says that's not correct. That Isal Kadaitach, if Rabbi Yossi would have held like Abashol, so then why would Rabbi Yossi formulate the Kabul Chaimer the way he did? Rabbi Yossi is trying to teach you from where do you know Kachim can become a Revi. If he would hold like Abishol, he should learn the din that Kodesh can become a Revi from the din of Abishol itself. What is the din from Abishol? Look at this. That if Eichel, that comes from a Tful Yoim, and don't forget a Tful Yoim is not even a Shani. What's the proof again? That's the whole daf today. The fact that a tful yoim can eat mice a sheni proves that he's, not, he's less than a sheni. Because if the tful yoim would have been on the level of a sheni, he, he would not be able to be metama other things. But he would not be allowed to eat the mice sheni. So the fact that a tful yoim, tful yoim gufei muter b'chulen, and mice sheni. Nevertheless, even though he's weaker than a sheni according to Abba Shaul, what did he say clearly? He's metamashnayim upaiselechot. So from the tful yoyim hushvach. So if he touches kachim, what will that be? If he's already weaker than a shen, the most. And, and but midrabanan, what did he say? Abushol says they make him into addition. Midrabanan, so he becomes addition, and therefore what he touches becomes the kachim becomes a sheni. So sheni of kachim stamei umetamei. So if it touches the number two, shlishi tamei umetamei, and it goes even to the third, that's paisel omar to oisrevibakoidish. So if that's the case, oichel turning to daflamet shlishi that comes from sheni. Sheni is worse than a tvulyaim. The sheni gufei aser bechulin. A person who has too much sheni cannot eat 
Why didn't Rabbi Yossi say that? Is the Charaya, and by the way, this Kavuchaymer would have been even if he would have held like Rav Meir. You know, it's according to Rav Meir that if you begin with the Tful Yom, the Tful Yom touches Kachim, it becomes a Shlishi, according to Rav Meir. And then if that Shlishi touches other Kachim, it becomes a Revi. So then Avada, if you begin with a Kikar, that's, that's puzzle. Not with the Tful Yom, if you begin with the Sheni, then for sure it goes by Kachim all the way to a Revi. Why didn't he say it? Because he holds like the Chachamim. Ah, if he holds like the Chachamim, so Tshuva B'Tzidoi. Now the Gemara says, V'chi Tema, the reason why he didn't make this Kavuchaymer is because Ikele Mifrach, like we learned on the top of Daf Chavtes, that he didn't want to bring the Kavuchaymer from a Tful Yom because the Tful Yom is of a type that could become an Avatuma. And again, Oichlin and Mashkin and Klicheres can never become an Avatuma. The rule of Avatuma is only something that Tuma leaves its body with the exception of becoming Tommy from Aviyah Vais Hatuma. But that exception is only put on Adam and Kalim that could become Tahir by going to the mikvah. So the Gemara says that refutation is not what would have stopped Rabbi Yossi from making this better Kalvachaymer had he held like Abba Shoal. Why? Because anyways he doesn't accept this refutation. Because from where does he make the, the Kalvachaymer? Where did, where did Rabbi Yisim make the Kalvo Chaymer from? From the Mechusar Kippurim. Ah, the Mechusar Kippurim, right, can eat Truma, but he can't eat Kaidish. Same thing. Maybe the reason why the Mechusar Kippurim cannot eat Kaidish is because he is a human being and he could have started out being an Avatuma. I seen him in Mechusar Kippurim and he didn't use this refutation for whatever reason. He didn't make this refutation. So, so is a proof that he holds like the Chachamim. So there's a kasha that Rabbi Echenon has. Again, it doesn't refute the logic of his Kavuchaymer, but there's a refute that you find from these dinim itself that a Tful Yoim, if it begins with a Tful Yoim, there is no Revi by Kaddish. In conclusion, just to close this up, bottom line is, is that Truma is a, can become a Shlishi. Kodesh can become a Revi. Learning it out from these Kalvachimers that we learned today. Rabbi Kiva was the one that realized, Rabbi Kiva was the one that revealed that you learned the concept of Shlishi from a Pasik. And not only do you learn it from a Pasik, but you apply it even to Chulin. And that was such a big Chiddush that they, they said, Halavayda Bechlem and Zakai gets up now for the Tchiyas HaMesim, for him to hear it, and he won't be worried that people later will mistakenly say that Trumat will not become a Shlishi, Emirat Hashem, to be continued.